Lloyd Nicely has now opened two guitar shops in Clarksville, one of them selling rare vintage guitars. This week, he joins Charlie and Katie to talk about his musician parents and growing up and hanging out in Clarksville guitar shops, learning from the best before making his way for two decades with Nashville musicians. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Well, Katie, you know that a long time ago, I was in the music business. Well, I knew when I saw that Lloyd was on our schedule that you you couldn't help yourself because he has a passion for music, and it and I knew that you probably knew this fellow, and you probably know everybody in town that does something with well, music. Well, uh, I met him when he was young. Yeah, girl, young girl, yeah. I'm but uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But Lloyd, thanks, thanks for being here, and uh, it's he's got a great story. And from where where he's been to where he is now. That's so. true. I, thank you for having me. I, I love those it. kind of stories. Now, are you from Clarksville originally, Lloyd? Um, My family is from Clarksville in the Cumberland City area. Okay. So I, I grew up around here. I've been here since about 1990. Okay. So you're from here. Yeah, pretty much from here. Oh, you got to talk up to that mic. Yeah. Right, so go. tell me how you met Charlie for the first time. Well, um, I guess it was around 92 or 1993. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was a young man. You know, just a guitar player. My father was a famous, um, not famous, but he was a professional mandolin player. So I started Well, who playing. was your father? You can't say famous and not tell <clears throat> oh, us the well, name. He's not famous, but he's uh, his name is Randy Nicely, and he was a mm-hmm. uh, mandolin player from Cumberland City, and um, he shared the stage in the 80s with, you know, Bill Monroe and all those type of bluegrass guys, Ralph Stanley yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I started playing instruments with, at the age of four, and when we... Uh, Mary's opened, I think, in 92. Yeah, opened um, in, in uh, the fall of 92. And I remember Lloyd coming in. I, how old were you in 92? Can I ask that question? 12. So he's 12. Oh, wow. I knew he was young. He was young because mm-hmm. he, he would, came in with his mother. Yeah. And I I think I always remember this, but I could be wrong. Seems like you had your eye on a black Fender Mustang. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, it, I, I'm amazed you can remember that. That's pretty special. I ended up with it. Eventually. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there was a lot of kids like like Lloyd that you know influenced me and and kind of pushed me into uh, enjoying the music store while I had it. But yeah, it was cool seeing seeing you do that. And then, so you've been you've had the bug for music since you could ever remember. You inherited yeah. it. Sounds like from your father. Yeah, yeah. I've just been playing for a long time and um my mother was actually a like a victorian furniture dealer so when i started playing guitar i kind of for whatever reason just gravitated towards older instruments from the 50s and 60s 70s um i guess the 70s are yeah. considered vintage these days um but um yeah vin- so we I, are vintage charlie yeah, we're, we are vintage i am <laughs> i am <Yeah>. too <laughs> so i uh but yeah i used to go over to mary's when it was up on the hill um Beside the night deposit. That's correct. You That's know? correct. And um, all those guys were always great to me and just super nice. And really, as soon as, you know, going in there as a kid, like, I kind of knew, like, man, I'm kind of a music store guy. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is mm-hmm. probably what I should do. And yeah. That's what I continued to do. So know? how long did it take you to save up for that 63 Fender? Um, I think my mother bought it for me for, like, my birthday or okay. something like yeah, that. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I was very fortunate, and she kind of... 
you know, walked in there one day and, and got it for me. But I wanted it for a while, you know. So my first guitar was an old guitar, really. So Yeah. Well, do you still have that guitar? I do. Ah. I do. So so the cool cool part about Lloyd is he uh didn't you move away? You 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 grew up, didn't you move away or you went to work in Nashville? Well, I um there used to be another music store here in town called Collins Music. Collins Music. Sam and, Collins, uh, yep. Sam Collins was, you know, he knew my family and he knew my father. And when I was a kid, he kind of gave me a job. And that was my first music store job working here mm-hmm. in town at Collins. And um, did I just, I swept the floor. I sold guitar strings. I eventually started teaching lessons over there. Well, the tornado blew his store away. Yep. And um, and then shortly after that, Sam had passed away. And... Um, I, I was offered a job at Mary's Music, and um, I worked there for, I don't know, five or six years over mm-hmm. there, and I was actually the manager there for a little while. And then um, since I was, you know, since I've been probably 13, I, I used to go to Groon Guitars in Nashville downtown, and my mother would just take me there and drop me off. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's it's like, day, daycare. Yeah. yeah Guitar yeah, daycare. Like, yeah. Most people drop him off at the mall. His mom dropped him off at the music store. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Love it. But I would go in there and, um, and Groon Guitars is a world famous guitar store. It, it was the first and the largest vintage guitar store in the whole world. It opened in 1970. Um, Here in Clarksville? In, in Nashville. In oh, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Okay. In Nashville. Nashville. Okay. And while I was working at Mary's, I, I was about 30 years old and, they they had called me and they offered me a job there. So I, which was really cool. And I was a super fortunate person to be able to work there and just, you know, get the experience that I mm-hmm. got there. And, um, and I worked there for about 10 years, you know, so I left, I left here and went to Nashville and worked there. And that's actually where I met Sarah, um, who was my partner at mom and dad's. She, um, she was actually the manager at Groon <laughs> for uh, quite a long time, and um, her and I both left there and opened this store. So, so now is this store open already? Oh yeah, we've uh-huh. we've been open for uh, for almost three years. Oh okay. Yeah, we were right downtown on Public Square, okay. just right over by the Farmers and Merchant Bank. But mm-hmm. we recently down uh, there. Right, yeah, we were yeah. the commission meet or city council meet. Yep. Okay, right there in the building where the old uh, beauty barn used to be. So. Okay. Yeah, Lots of history down there, huh? Yeah, and we were really fortunate to be able to to open up there in 2020, um, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um. You are fortunate <laughs> to be able to open yeah. up like that. Oh yeah. yeah, but but one thing that that Lloyd and Sarah have going for them, they're not. I think this is proper. They're not really your traditional music store. Okay. When, when you started, now you're yeah. you're you're branching out and doing a lot of different things. But tell us about the. When you started in, in the vintage guitar and instrument side of that business, how does sure. that work? Well, you know, vintage guitars are, you know, electric instruments made, American manufactured American instruments made in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Those are kind of the thing that I have always loved and just really have a passion for. And, um, you know, when we opened the store, we were kind of just wanting to, to have a place where people could come and you know, all the musicians could hang out, they could get all their accessories, they could get cool guitars and, and just a place to, you know, a cool place to hang out and and buy guitars. And then through my years of dealing with vintage stuff, the more and more vintage guitars that I began to start taking into the shop. So, um, you know, I've actually branched off and started another store. (laughs) Um, and it's kind of a, a wild thing. We've, we've, 
pretty much just opened two new shops. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we just opened last week at our new location at 230 10th Street. Um, okay. Which is a super cool building. Uh, it used to be an old dental office. I think in the 70s, it was actually a really? like a convenience store. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but it's a cool old building and we've painted the, the side of the building with our logo. And it's it's really cool to be able to drive down Madison Street and see my shop, you know, yeah. our, our name on the side of the building. But, you know, I, I kind of figured out around town that, you know, we there's so many young musicians and people that are just, it's a musical mm-hmm. town, you know. Yeah. And um, some of the instruments that I deal in are, you know, they're, they're rare and some of them are, you know, between 50 and $200,000. So, I deal in a lot of instruments like that, and I started noticing pretty quickly that around town that not everyone is comfortable in that environment, you know. Um, A lot of people just want to come in and get their first guitar. People are looking for just entry-level stuff or, you know, a nicer guitar in that, you know, $800 to $2,000 range. So a lot of the vintage stuff, you know, I was kind of keeping behind the counter, and people seemed to be kind of weirded out that we had it in there you know um so i've purchased a a property over on academy avenue 335 academy avenue and um this shop is called the guitar haunt and it is um only for vintage instruments that's all that we carry there um it's me and one other employee and um yeah it's a it's an old house that was built in 1900 and um it's kind of perfect for that is it haunted I, I don't know. There there's like a mass gravesite over there. So really? I'm I'm thinking that it now, may where be Now where's Academy? Where's that road at? Right on the other side of Cumberland. Okay. Yeah, where the, where right. the bridge is. workforce essentials and all that right there. So my question, you know, talking about all these vintage guitars, do you get a lot of people from out of town come for that type? I mean, cuz I would do. imagine your audience is a lot broader than just Clarksville for something that specific. Yeah, we we have a lot of folks, I mean, drive from all over the place to deal with you know, old guitars. And I do insurance appraisals, uh, appraisals for antique instruments and things like that. And I've done that for, for years. So I have people drive from Ohio, from Nashville, from all over the place, just bringing me guitars. And I'm always writing up things for their insurance and stuff like that. And, you know, I buy collections of guitars and, you know, so you, you never really know what I'm going to have in there. But we have all types of people coming from all over the place, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool because, you know, we've always had Mary's Music, which is a great shop. And we've all, we had, used to have Collins Music. And now it's kind of, you know, really doing some things. We're doing some things here in town that I don't believe have ever been done in Clarksville. No, I, w- I would totally agree, agree yeah. with that statement. That's, it's a new twist. And, and you sell a lot of stuff uh, via the internet as well. We do, correct. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine, yeah. Because you've had uh, a lot of famous musicians purchase from you. We've had quite a few, yeah. Give us some names. I'm curious. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. I don't really like to. You, you don't. Know. You don't have to. You don't have to. But I know he's he's had mm-hmm. some famous ones and some people that have driven down from Nashville. That well, Clarksville's close enough to Nashville that it's probably just a good day trip sure. to come look. Yeah, and you know, working for George Groon for ten years, I mean, I kind of, you know, I sold instruments to to pretty much everyone you could could think of really in the Mm -hmm. country music realm and the rock and roll realm. Um, I've just made a lot of really cool acquaintances and just people that call me and deal with me on old stuff. And, 
it's kind of cool to have those type of people coming into our town and, and coming into a shop and, you know, and they, and they drive around, they go downtown and they're, yep. they're going to the local places and, and checking out stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's good for our community. You know, you know, you would think someone that's in the vintage instrument business would be of a vintage age. And it's not that way with Lloyd. He and Sarah don't fit that mold. Because a lot of times when you go into a vintage shop, you may have a guy, you know, a more senior guy that knows all of the information. But you've got a guy that's pretty young that knows everything. Well, it sounds like you've been doing it your entire life. So, I mean, yeah. you doing know, it a long time. Yeah, a long time. And um, so, yeah. do, do they still have the guitar blue books? Oh yeah, and, right. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Do you use those some just as a reference? What is a guitar or? blue book? You two, y'all, to quit talking your music lingo, and y'all got to dumb it <laughs> so, down for me over here. It's kind of like the Kelly Blue Book for cars. Oh, okay, um, yeah. okay. It, yeah. it comes out every yeah. year, okay. and it, yeah. it kind of has. And I've been fortunate enough to, you know, actually be able to contribute to those blue books um, for guitars, and mm-hmm. you know, give information from things that I've sold through the years to kind of add up the value for things. Um, but instruments have, you know, it's kind of hard to to put a value on an instrument, especially an old instrument. It's all depends on the originality. And I do, you know, sell some instruments that have, you know, they have belonged to celebrities and things like that. So being able to put a value on something that has a celebrity ownership thing is a, is kind of a totally different oh, ballpark yeah. altogether, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, and Sarah, she's, she's kind of the... Uh, I guess she's kind of the brains of the whole operation. I'm just an old guitar guy, you know. And um but she, you know, she has a lot of experience in the the guitar world and she's an awesome guitar player as well, but she uh she used to work at the Scrimahorn. She was like a manager over at the Scrimahorn and then she was the manager at Groon and um she's managed several pretty big, you know, bands and things like that mm-hmm. as well and uh for us to be able to have her at the shop is really, really something special. Yeah. She's she's very organized and she just uh, she's awesome to deal with. So, so I guess I have a question. I mean, I know you 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 know you grew up here and all that. You're in this vintage guitar world business, and then why do you think it's going to work in Clarksville versus why didn't you just do something in Nashville? That is a good question. Well, you know, we actually do have a house in in Nashville um, that belonged to Sarah's grandparents and they bought it brand new in uh, about 1955. And um, I don't know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guitar stores in Nashville and not that, you know, I don't feel that the competition is, is that which made me go away from there. It's just more that this is where I'm from and um, this is where I grew up and all of the folks that I've met that have helped me through the years and just really, you know, when I was a kid, I would just go hang out with the older guys that, yeah. that owned those guitars in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got a lot of information. And I just made some amazing friends here in town. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just, I love Clarksville and I like being here. And there's no other place that I would rather yeah. open up yeah. a store, period, you know. It makes sense. Now, off mic earlier, you were talking about you have an event coming up this weekend. Yeah, we do. Um, we're having an open house over at our new shop at 335 Academy Avenue. It's from 5 to 9 p.m. Um, on the 12th. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to hang out, and people can kind of walk around and check out our inventory and check out the, the house. Um, 
the house is really cool. It's been renovated. Uh, it belonged to this guy in town named Jim Scott, who has uh, mm-hmm. been completely wonderful throughout all of this. I, I purchased the house from him, but he did all the work there. It's got some beautiful floors and just, it's just a really cool place. Um, so I'm looking forward to having folks come out and hang out and just kind of see what we've got going on over there. I love the fact that you're selling vintage musical in- instruments out of a vintage house. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, there is a, it's kind of, there's a cistern out front. So, you know, it's kind of, kind of weird. Like I'm always afraid that people are going to fall into it. So if you come over there, watch out for the cistern. Don't <laughs> fall in a cistern. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Katie, I, you know, we, we're always looking for good news stories. And um, I think this, this is one of them, you know, local kid grows up in the music business moves off, does his thing, and then comes back and, and does a business that like Clarksville's never seen before. No, I agree. I agree. Congratulations well, to you, you on your success, it. too. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, we sure appreciate you being here, and uh, I look forward to stopping by your shop. Well, thank you, Charlie. I appreciate it. It's right, a pleasure brother. meeting you. You too. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.